Good evening, Rabbi Yisai. And we are starting Bezer Hashem, a new Perik. Here in Sharaknia, we're up to Perik Shvi'i, the seventh Perik of Sharaknia, the gates of humility. Says the Rebbe Zavavis, I'm going to give you another list. He loves giving lists. Seven of these, a list of ten. Now we have a list of five. If you want the real litmus test, how does one know if they have attained any measure of humility? Five ways of checking it out. Five different scenarios, areas where a person could see and test himself. Have I attained any measure of humility? Five areas to shetizbarra for the one who has humbled himself. Kisha Yero, boy, when he sees that he really, he is seen like that, he's experiencing that, Haim Chamisha. There are five different ways that we can see this. Echad Mayhem, let's go to the first one. Echad Mayhem, one of these ways of telling is, Be'es Choyzek Ka'asoy, Al Misha Mevazoysoy, Bein Memaymar, Bein Memaysa, in other words, when a person is really in the heat of anger because someone disgraced him, someone either through words or through action, he disgraced the person. Either he said something embarrassing to him in, in the, just to his face or in front of other people, or he did something that was despicable to this person, and the recipient, the victim of this, he is bechayzekaisa. He is extremely angry at this. But shem yimshal beruchay, if he's able to control his spirit, v'yimchal, he's able to say, "I'm just going to let it pass. I'm going to let it pass." But why does he do that? Why does he do that? Could be many reasons why he doesn't retaliate. Could be many reasons why he doesn't answer back. Could be he doesn't want to look like a fool. Could be if he answers back, the person will will bring another dose of it. Could be you know he's 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 in the middle of trying to get uh, get a favor or a job by somebody else, and that person could be a whole host of reasons of why he doesn't respond back in kind. So that's not what we're talking about over here. That's not a sign of humility. That's an ulterior motive. But if he holds back, he's Yimshel Baruchai. He takes control of himself, of his emotions. The Yimchel, and he, he lets it go. Really, he could pay back. He could give retribution to this fellow. He could take revenge on the spot. But he doesn't. He holds back. And the truth doesn't have to be at that moment. It could even be later on. But he holds back because he says, the truth of the matter is, who do I think I am? Like, because he embarrassed me? It's true. It was embarrassing. It's true. You know, I thought they, they he shouldn't have embarrassed me. He shouldn't have been Mavaza. I thought they, uh, I thought the Gabe should have given me Shishi this week. I thought the Gabe should have asked me to dam for the Yomad. Etc. Etc. And person is very angry. And why didn't he give me that aliyah? You know, why did this person move from my seat? He knew this was my seat. But if the person says, you know, what, I'm going to forget about it. Why? Because who am I anyway? Who? 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 What? I think I'm God's gift to mankind. 
like you know, I, I, I'm a yid like every other yid, and I have tremendous abilities that Hashem gave me that I can accomplish. But it, it it means like if somebody infringes on my covet, that's it. Uh, we have to uh, go into World War Three. So if it comes to me, I know of a shiflus. That's yoyre al That indeed is an indication of the berukaniyos. That's an indication of the person's true, clear kaniya. That's the first sign. Okay. So sign number one is if a person wants to really test himself, he should see his his wife makes a remark to him. And it hits a soft spot, and he wants to say something back, and he wants to, you know, next time when something else comes out, I'll have my time. And he says, you know what, forget about it. What do I think? All right. You know what? It's okay. It's okay. I'm not, I'm not uh, such a great person that I have to, you know, no one could infringe on my... He does that, that's a sign that he's reached humility. When a person is faced with a mishap of some sort of loss, some sort of damage, either monetarily or something happens, a tragedy happens to one of his relatives. As we see the, the case by Aaron Akain. Aaron Akoyen Nebuch, he had two sons, two great sons. They were so great that Moshe Rabbeinu said that your two sons were greater than you and I, Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron. Yeah? They were greater than, than I am. They were greater than you, Aaron. And they died. And they died by trying to, to get close to Takarish Baruch. If a person is able to overcome and overpower his Savlonus, his bearing it, his carrying the burden, Allah Haroda, over the trembling, over the tragedy that took place. Not only that, but he's accepting. Not, I have no other choice, so I'll do it, but he's accepting. This word Vyirtsa is very key over here. The Yirtsabikzeris, it's my Rotsin, it's my Rotsin. If that's what Hashem wanted for me, then that's my Rotsin also. And I'm and I'm happy with it. Chavavus writes in a, in a different place in Shar Cheshben Anefesh, in Cheshben twenty seven. He writes over there that we know everybody knows Avram Avinu withstood ten nisyonos. Avram Avinu didn't ask for them. Avram Avinu didn't do anything wrong that he deserved them. Hashem says, I want to elevate Avram Avinu's schar. He passed ten tests. The, the Mishnah tells us, Perakei Mesech Tezavis, that Asor Nisyonis Nisnasa Avram Avinu V'Omad Bekulam. And Rebbe writes over there in Ruach that because of that, he instilled the ability to withstand Nisyonis of all of those different tests to all of his children. That's why it says Avram Avinu. In the DNA of a Yid, of a descendant of Avram Avinu, any one of those tests, all facets of them, are already in our kayak. That, as Rebchaim Velozhin writes, all we have to do is push ourselves a little bit, and it's Ketev Hashem. It's like second nature. We need to work, it has to be, but it's not like monumental work. It's a little pushing ourselves, and we're already there. But says the Chavis over the Cheshben HaNefesh, 
Perek Gimel Cheshben the 27 Loi Mishabchim Lavram Avinu we are not mishabeachim. We don't praise Avram Avinu that he withstood ten Yainais. except for the fact that he accepted them beratzayin uvetuv levov. That means that Avram Avinu said, "Listen, what can I do? You know, Hashem says go to Eretz Yisrael, lech lechal Eretz Kenan, and there's a famine. No, what can I do? I don't understand this. I don't know where the rhyme and reason of this is for. It was supposed to be all good." What could I do? What am I going to do? Cry, cry over spilled milk? Go back? I'll do it. Then a famine happens again. He goes to Mitzrayim. His wife is taken. All right, what can I do? You know, I missed the flight. Okay, so they, they bummed me off here. I, they lost my lug. What can I do? Says the Chavos of Abbas, that's not where Ramavina was praised and he gets his schar for it. He got his schar in every one of the Nisanis because he was Makabal at Berots and he says, this is an assignment from the Ebishter and I accept it wholeheartedly. Hashem, this is what you want me to do? I accept it. You want me to bring my son up on a karabat? I accept it. I hope it doesn't have to be the way it looks like it's coming out. I pray to Hashem that somehow it should be changed, that He did. But if not, He says, then I accept it wholeheartedly. That's the real sign of of being Ahmed bin Hussein. But the Chavasavavas is bringing out the point over here is that that is a true indication it's a real sign of humility because the person says, what am I? I I'm in control. I decide. This is what the Ebishter wants to happen. This is what the Ebishter wants from me. I accept it wholeheartedly. I know this, this, he knows this is what's best for me. Then this I accept it. Frightening thing the Chavazvavaz writes over there in Shar Chesh Ben Yeah, maybe we'll have to do that Shar next. Okay. He writes in Shar Chesh Ben that Nesiyonis and Yisurim, suffering, tests that a person gets. Number one, they're for mechilas avoynois, they atone sins, and they're for extra reward. But a person doesn't get the extra reward, and he doesn't get the mechilas avoynois, unless he was seivalit beratzen of his simchuvetuv Unless he accepted it wholeheartedly from Hashem. But if he just says, listen, what can I do, you know? Life stinks, you know. I really, if it was me, I would choose a whole different uh, scenario for myself. A whole set of circumstances different. What could I do, you know? He's a, he doesn't get the scar, doesn't get the Mechila Savoyne. It's frightening. It's frightening because he's gonna, he has to live with it anyway. He has to bear the burden anyway. But the difference is in his attitude. If his attitude is one like Avram Avinu, one of humility saying... This is what they wish to want from me, you know. I would never have wanted it myself, but if this is what they wish to want, then I give my rots and this is what I want also. The And he justifies the din against him. That is also This also really shows that the person has true humility and he has lowered himself before Hashem. What's the example? Like it said about Aaron, when his two sons died, great tzaddikim, they died going into the Hekel, he accepted it. He was quiet. He had no complaints against Hashem. Aaron was silent. David and David says about someone who's silent when he when the din comes, 
when Hashem's judgment comes, doim Hashem, you give up, you you surrender to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Doim Hashem, you're quiet. I have no questions. It's a, obviously a very high level to to attain. Now, if someone has to go through an Akedas Yitzchok, like Aaron Akain went, and he didn't get a chance of walking down the mountain with his sons, he lost them. But Vayidam Aaron, he's really the paradigm of of the truth is so many of our uh, ancestors from a couple of generations back who lost parents, children, siblings. They came out, and most of them, as my own uh, my own grandparents, Olayim Ashalam, they were silent. For decades and decades and decades, they were silent. Probably close to 50 years, most of the survivors were silent. We have no kashas and Hashem. We have no questions. We don't ask questions. Finally, after the pain was subsided somewhat, and they rebuilt their families and their children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. They started talking about the the harrowing times. They started talking about the Nisim. They finally came out. But the first response was Vayidai. That was that generation. The one who has Seichel at such a time when a Kosh strikes with punishment is Yidai, is silence. That is an indication here in terms of accepting the Nisayan when calamity occurs to one's family member or one's money, says the Chavazavavis, a real indication of a person accepts it, Baratzen, the Yatsikazdina is an indication how truly humble this person is. A good Tanakh and a good Shabbos.